0: Relax, breathe, surrender, believe. Right here and right now, to my all-knowing heart, I take a bow. Trusting my inner guide, all I have been seeking lives inside. As I relax, breathe, surrender, believe. You are the most beloved child of your Mother Divine. You are the most sacred child of your Father Divine. Thank you for this precious life, the sweetest gift. Thank you for this precious life. I ask for grace. I ask for grace. As I relax, breathe, surrender, believe, love is you, our love is you, our love. Let the waters of love wash over me. Let the fires of passion consume me. Let the winds of change carry me and let the earth let her hold and nurture me. As I relax, breathe, surrender, believe, yes, I believe. My love, my love, my love, I bow to you. That's a Mama's Prayer by Kohenet Yael. This song and melody and chant and words that I can't get out of my head lately Um, These prayers and songs and music and singing and poems have been so deeply helpful and healing during such a difficult time. As we enter a year of being home, as we turn towards, you know, this the time gap is narrowing as we approach March and the year anniversary of lockdowns and COVIDs and quarantines and up uprisings and dismantlings and weeding and pain and joy and simplicity and some of the hardest days we've had and some of the brightest days we've had. So this mama's prayer is just reminding me of that vast spectrum of emotional inner and outer life and the ebbs and flows Today, I just want to share with you a little bit about some of the things going on, um, kind of a check-in and why um, we created some of our future offerings. There's a few things coming up that are really personal. They're really deeply personal to um, our community, to our gatherings, and also to kind of this path of Awakening that our Lola community and this podcast and our you know everything that I share personally feels connected to this greater sense of belonging, awakening, and liberation. This past weekend we had a conversation around a um, some anti-racist practices that were shared from the Center for Diversity and Inclusion at American University. Mm. And just a really rich, deep, powerful um, conversation around kind of where we're all at and how do we keep, like what do we keep doing and how do we keep moving forward in our own exploration of um, taking steps towards a more just world. And so that felt really, really important and powerful, especially because I personally am going through a lot of um, family stress and external stress. And so I'm just naming this, that even when things are really hard and there's things that you don't have control over with your kids or your partners or your work or your family... That prioritizing your own inner, it's not even self-care, really like soul care, right? It's like the deepest levels and layers of embodiment. So an example is having those really powerful conversations. you know, not um, not canceling yourself, not canceling on yourself, but really continuing to show up through dark or hard times as a path of um, receiving love and support and energy. And the same on, on Friday night, you know, last week, the beginning of the week was really challenging with my son. And um, by the end of the week, I just knew that I needed to release and discharge the energy that had been built up. And this beautiful album from my one of my Kohenet teachers, Teyama, had been released that basically to me from beginning to end just sounded like, a long prayer. So some of us gathered on Friday night, just on zoom, we just played the album, lit candles and just really kind of danced and prayed and just stretched and relaxed, you know, no, no, um, formal instruction or way of moving, just inviting this embodied free form experience to help us move through difficult times. And that feels so powerful in this moment. There would have been times in the past where I would have put all of this to the side and just focused on the things going on in my family and prioritized that. And um, it would have felt tight and contained and controlling and very fearful. And so this whole approach of really living in love and prioritizing love for me in this moment means prioritizing the dance in the sacred prayer and the creativity I've been writing a ton um just little phrases and um not really and not publishing it but thinking I may want to put it together into something in the future because the creative force that's flowing through during difficult times is I just it it feels very true right now. Mm in terms of wanting to release that suffering through the word, through the dance, through the prayer, through the community. So there's been a few things that have come up um, that I wanted to share is that um, earlier this year, really around the beginning of the year, some bubbling ups around my own relationship to money and finances really came to a head. And when I look back and I journal about it, which I had been doing, it had really been already happening from about August until December. There was a number of conversations and a number of Shifts and changes, and kind of reorganizing of how I was thinking about money and um, what I was doing with money, and some of the things I was reading and having conversations with people about. And then in January, I had this kind of like big, powerful, energetic purification and cleaning, and have been rebuilding. Um, And it's been really, really fun. It's been really fun. I, as you guys all probably know, You know, anytime something is hard, I'll kind of look at it and be like, all right, there's something here for me. You know, there's something to learn. So clearly there was something to learn and reorganize. And so the reorganizing has been super fun. And then that's when I decided um, and and I kind of shared a little about it on a workshop I did um, online a few weeks ago called The Art of the Pivot and really talking about planning and pivoting and like deepest career alignment and path alignment and i love those topics i i hope if anyone is interested and wants to do a private session on it or another workshop on it like i love talking about it so much um and especially now sailor's about to be 13 so i've been in business for 13 years because little ohm actually started in my mind when i was pregnant with her so really 14 years um, But just watching all the pivots and shifts and changes and life design practices, it's just really fun. And so sharing that with people is really a true, true joy. So as I was doing this workshop, I started sharing some of the financial and abundance and energetic practices that I've been doing and revisiting since January. And that was super fun. And so then when I shared that with our community on our social network, on Mighty, the Lola network, uh, people were definitely interested. So March is going to be our money love month and I'm excited. It's a long month. So it really gives you an opportunity to explore. Um, For me, the, the, it's like, there's money, there's mystery, and there's magic and they all go together and they all weave together. And there are specific practices and alignments that you can do that can be so helpful Even just talking about it, breathing into it, providing a sacred container and space to bring awareness to our patterns, scarcity mental models, where else that's showing up, um, looking for ways that we are in flow and energetic alignment in other areas, and then how it brings, how that energy becomes contagious. So I'm just really excited about that after doing my own exploration in January and in February, and then I'll be keeping that up definitely in March um, with our notebooks and our money love journals and just really celebrating um, what we have and getting it clear about what we wanna have. And that feels really important. I'm also six weeks into teaching Ayurveda and the mind. The Healing of Consciousness is the book, the textbook that we're using at the Maryland uh, University of Integrative Health course that I'm teaching on Ayurvedic psychology and Vedic counseling. Um, We're actually using both of Dr. Frowley's books. Um, But as I was going through it, I realized how many of these concepts and ideas that are in this beautiful Vedic wisdom would be helpful to our community. And so I'm creating this Ayurveda and the mind course based on, on David Frowley's book, the healing of consciousness, and we'll go through it together. Um, So many beautiful connections to really the foundations of a yoga practice that are meant at, at, the deepest nourishing level like not not the kind that we see at core power or yoga works or you know those kind of places more about how the foundations and fundamentals of these daily self-healing practices of posture and shape and stretch and breath really contribute to our mind and really contribute to the structures of the mind, the elements of the mind. And I'm excited about bringing this course to our community. And the last thing that we're offering in over the next few weeks is an Ancestral Healing 101. And if you have a copy of the Lola workbook, it's for free on the website and in our community. Um, you'll know there's a geneogram and a Tarpana practice in there. And that Ancestral Healing is not only... Um, A really big part of seasonal Ayurvedic practices but also Jewish wisdom practices and many tribal indigenous communal based um, healing ritual and ceremony and so we're just going to do a really um, introductory level workshop in our community to deepen our own personal relationship to ancestral healing. Why is it important? What is it? And just kind of get into the basics. There is a prerequisite for that, which is the limiting beliefs workshop we did a few weeks ago, the recordings in the community. So if you're interested in any of that, just email me and um, reach out and I'll give you those links and make sure that you're all set up. I just want to say, as we start to close out winter, that I really do hope that this winter has been one um, that has given you some insights into the inner workings of your being, <laughs> the inner garden. And maybe some new things are blooming for spring and maybe some new things are shifting. And as we've done so many practices this winter together, on the podcast there's been many um, listed and working with Ayurveda and the elements tree of life, building a community care advisors, just so many um, little tiny teachings for you and, and gifts that have been helpful to me that I'm sharing with you is that here we are in community closing out, you're starting to close out winter and look towards spring. Here we are closing out a year of being home, still having a lot of unknowns for the future. And, you know, I think during this time that I've shared has been challenging for our family, I really am practicing one day, (laughs) sometimes one breath at a time. And being in awe of the land and the earth and the season, and the cycle is what has been the medicine. Being in community, being of service, sharing dance and song and prayer that is truly for me at the heart of what it means to be human right now. I'm doing a lot of... um, grief work right now My on the my personal side in terms of what I'm reading and studying and my dreams and dream work and conversations and then on the external side with clients and practices and um, conversations. So it's kind of like back end and front end seem to be a lot around grief and grief ritual and death and cycles and rebirth. And it just feels so profoundly relevant um, to this time that we practice that ceremony of closing things, of letting go, of surrendering, of that death process. And sometimes that's a relationship, and sometimes that's an identity, and sometimes that's an energy, and sometimes it's a physical form. Um, but really attuning to what has died, what is dying and putting that to rest. What parts of you, what parts of me are dying and what needs to be laid to rest so that it can rest peacefully. Right. And so that we can let it go back into the earth, back into the soil and be reborn again and have rebirth this spring and have that rebirth cycle. And I think so much of, you know, as I close out parenting a kiddo, as she turns into a teenager in a few weeks, starting my uh, creative career with little Om Yoga, because of the creation of this baby and this child inside of me and how that birthed little Om Yoga and my fascination and love for babies and birth and women and bodies. And now here I am 13 years later, 14 years later, curious about death and the death cycle and the death of childhood and the death of ages and stages and relationships and honoring the journey that we've been on. You know, pausing to remember and savor the experiences and the awe that life has given, and allowing there to be sadness and tears as I release and let go of anything that is no longer serving me, as I turn towards a new initiation a new kind of being. And I've said to some of you, I'm really now very aware, consciously making actions and setting intentions to be a good elder, to be a good ancestor, to be a wise, as I move into my wise woman stage of life, to be an integrated and embodied and healthy mind, body, spirit, soul woman for my teenage daughter (laughs) and for myself and for the world. It feels like such a privilege to even um, name this cycle and to be aware of this initiation that I'm going through. And part of that is related to that root chakra money work You know, there's a part of me that is really growing up and the toddler, you know, the developmental toddler inside is stomping her feet around sometimes. But that wise elder, y'all, she is coming through. (laughs) She is like, enough. That's what she told me. Enough. Grow up. You can do this. Here we go. And she told me increase your capacity to receive. Right? So, this wise elder version part of me is starting to become more expansive as I emerge into that next stage of adult development, into that next stage as I turn towards being an elder in the community, in my family, and in my for my own life and my own sovereignty. I'm gonna close with the same words that I opened with. I love the repetition of poetry, song, and prayer. Um, as a way to open and close where we can deepen into the language. And so just inviting you wherever you are to maybe there was a line or a phrase or a word from today's share that really touched your heart or your head (laughs) that you're curious about going in deeper for yourself. And may our... Stories and sharings and creations and lives inspire one another to live fully, to live beautifully, to open our eyes to the magic and the mystery and the mundane that is right here, always, always. Deep breath in. breath out relax breathe surrender believe right here and right now to my all-knowing heart I take a bow trusting my inner guide all I have been seeking lives inside as I relax breathe surrender believe you are the most beloved child of your mother divine you are the most sacred child of your father divine Thank you for this precious life, the sweetest gift. Thank you for this precious life. I ask for grace. I ask for grace. As I relax, breathe, surrender, believe, love is you, our love is you, our love. Let the waters of love wash over me. Let the fires of passion consume me. Let the winds of change carry me. And let the earth, let her hold and nurture me. As I relax, breathe, surrender, believe. Yes, I believe. My love, my love, my love, I bow to you.